Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Well, hello, hello, hello. How are you? Good evening. I'm doing well. How's how's your week been? Oh, it's been busy. Oh, <laughs> uh, it has. I tell you what, I... I um, did kind of a fun thing today. I had a, a business lunch and then I stopped by. I have not been to the mall in, well, since, since the panorama and um, <laughs> went into Dillard's and went into Sephora and spent way too much money on a bunch of products that I've needed for a while. And I just hadn't ordered them online. So I stopped by there and treated myself and it was a blast. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Well, you know what? It's been busy because Besides work over here, we, you know, I don't know if you've seen the two uh, videos that I did this week. Uh-huh. Uh, the one with Lily and, um, what was that? Lily and Billy and Sheila and Lee. And then the previous video that I talked about with Victoria um, kicking her family to the curb. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we go to unpack the whole week in this particular podcast so welcome you guys to cbs soap dish recap where trisha and i recap both the young and the restless and the bold and the beautiful and this is for the week of june 6th through june 10th can you believe we are halfway the year how did this happen i don't know look like we just was at christmas and now all of a sudden and we were talking about brooke and kissing Deacon on uh, New Year's Eve, and now it's summertime. <laughs> Can you, it has flown? I mean, it really has just flown by. And you know, my older siblings always told me that as you get older, time goes faster. And I will say they are correct. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, it's it's uh, it's interesting. And I think we had May sweeps now. I don't know if I would say it was a May sweeps to remember. Mm, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of like, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah, you know, but anywho, so just before we jump into this, because we got a lot to unpack, um, you guys, what we normally do is we recap the Young and the Restless in the first half of the show, and then in the second half of the show, we do the Bold and the Beautiful. And then at the end, we have a segment called Flip the Script. So if there's a particular scene or a storyline that we wish we could change, this is where we flip the script. So without further ado, let's go ahead and unpack what happened this week for the young and the restless. So I'm going to give a quick summary and then we're going to break down the storylines. Okay, you ready? Ready. All right. So um, this week... Victoria asked Ashlyn not to leave town. Then we have Victoria declaring her independence from the Newmans. And then we also have Victoria cut ties with her family and says goodbye. And Billy tells Victoria he will fight for custody of the kids. 
And then we saw um, in today's episode, which to me was quite boring. It was, a yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it really, you know, I mean, it kind of seems like Lily had to set Billy straight this particular episode because, yeah, he um, he was a little obsessed. So, but we're going to talk about that because there's some mixed reviews regarding his reaction. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. all right. So what do you want to unpack? Pretty much most of the week consisted of this whole thing with Victoria. Um, the only other storylines that we saw is Imani really trying to get with Nate. Dang, she's just extra thirsty. Yeah, she's thirsty. I mean, man. And the thing is, she tries to play coy, but Amanda can see her coming far, far away. She can see her coming a mile away. Well, she can. And, you know, it's so funny you say that she's playing coy because she thinks she is, but she's so blatantly obvious. And, I mean, grown women aren't stupid. No. We all know what you're doing. Elena knows what you're doing. Everybody yeah. knows what you're doing. Exactly. Elena knows exactly what's going on right now. And it's just so crazy that Amani is like, no, what am I doing? I'm not going to be a threat. And, you know, I'm good. And I'm like, girl, uh-uh. you landed on thick. You First of all, that meeting earlier this week. So remember the meeting that they had at the Grand Phoenix where uh-huh. Amani was gushing? She wasn't even supposed to be there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah. was that last week or was that this week? That was last week. That was that the was last week. Okay, that's what gushing. I thought. Yeah, yeah. She wasn't even supposed to be there. Now, this meeting, she was supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't really add any value. I mean, all she did was pretty much be a cheerleader for Nate. Mm-hmm. You know, now, if they actually, because here's the thing, because, again, I always like to look on social media to kind of get a gauge what everybody is saying and then bring it over as a talking point for us, right? Mm-hmm. So there's part of some of the fans that says, well, you know, this is karma for Elena and that um, how she started the relationship usually is how it ends. And then you have some that's like, you know, Elena, I mean, that, um, you know, Imani needs to go somewhere and sit down and be quiet. Well, yeah. And I actually agree with that one because, you know, Elena did not set out to hurt anyone. She did not set out to make anything happen with Nate. It just organically grew and happened. Whereas um, Imani is literally targeting Nate as a prize. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that's a a good point. So yeah, that kind of, that's what bothers me the most about that storyline is that it is obvious that he loves Elena. He lives with Elena in a very nice penthouse and she's still throwing herself at him. And it's just for, you know, someone that smart and that beautiful, that makes no sense. The question I guess remains is what is Nate eventually going to do? Right. Right. And there we will find where the drama is going to hit because yeah, yep. depending yep. on what yep. they have him do. Um, well, the other thing about this too is that um, 
Elena is spending less and less time away from Nate. So yeah. whether it's work or she's just too tired, you know, I mean, at some point now he seems to be, you know, because he's been a doctor it's different. You know how sometimes people don't understand the profession, right? Well, Nate understands the profession because I yeah. mean, he's been a doctor for a very long time. He was the head of, a head of surgery at one point. So he knows what the life of a doctor is, which is why I think he's being a little bit more understanding, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, but yeah. um, the question is the way that the writers are going to do this. Is this something that they're going to eventually use as a wedge between the two of them? You know, that's, that would be the wedge is the time, you know, the time constraints that she has on top of the fact that whenever there is another beautiful woman knocking at your back door, while your other beautiful woman is, you know, taking care of business, things can happen. Yeah. And see, that's okay. So let's go back to what you were saying, because I understand that last point about organic versus throwing yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing about how Nate and Elena started, she was in a relationship. So, I mean, it's one thing if it was like organic and they were both single and they Mm -hmm. kind of gelled together, but she also has a responsibility of being a girlfriend. Now, there is a flip side and a caveat to that because Devon was also overly fascinated with Hillary's twin at the time. So I think they both were distracted. Mm-hmm. But I guess me, I, I'm I'm more of a uh, supporter of you know clean up your unfinished business first. But Absolutely. It's, it's oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> in our lives, sure, but on the soap, it wouldn't be as much drama if they did that. I know, right? <laughs> right. But yes, so, in real life, everyone, please, please, please do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> clean up your unfinished business first. <laughs> But I will say that um, for the soap purposes, it did create a lot of drama. First, bringing back Hillary's twin. And then Devon just couldn't get over the fact that, oh, my God, this is Hillary's sister. She looks just like her. Mm -hmm. Different personality. But at the same time, it distracted Devon when he was with Elena. And at the same time, you know, it's responsibility on both sides. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess people can say the same thing about Devon and and Amanda because of right. the fact that how they started out. He was in a relationship with Elena. So, yeah. you know, it depends. You know, people have a variance of opinions when they come to... But it's interesting to see what people thought processes are on that. So It is. It absolutely is. And there are different forms of cheating. You know, you can cheat um, emotionally. You can cheat physically. You can cheat you know, on various levels. And then of course the levels continue to level up and that's where the, that's where the rubber, I guess the rubber meets the road, so to speak. Right. Right. <laughs> but right. Yes. They did absolutely both contribute to the downfall of their own relationship. No yeah, question. They did. they did, you know, and now with Amani in the picture, I just, I would, if they're going to connect her with, just say Nate somewhere down the line. Mm-hmm. I kind of would have wanted it to be a little bit more sophisticated. You know, absolutely. Because honestly, when you look at Imani, you see this statuesque, brilliant legal mind, you know, how they set her up to be her character. And, and she's 
absolutely gorgeous. She's stunning. I mean, she's probably one of the most beautiful women on television. And um, then to have her act this way, I really, really want them to not portray women in this manner. But again, I know they need the drama, but at the same time, I really would like for there to be a strong woman character that, um, you know, doesn't need to throw herself at anyone and that knows her worth and, you know, that kind of thing. I just know I'm, you know, I'm all about femininity and I mean, she could still be as feminine as she can be. But at the same time, be demure enough to pique his interest. Does that? Now I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. <laughs> Abs- but that's so true, though. It's absolutely true. And because you know, here's like you say, here she's this classy lawyer, well, attorney lawyer, and you know, I mean, if she want to come by, come come as this feminine demure i'm not saying because what she's doing is pretty much chasing it Um, is and it's uh, it's just demeaning the character i thought she was yeah you know so what why not have where you know something about her is mysterious exactly yeah you know nate Mm -hmm. right and nate it gets him to think like wow she's incredible i wonder what she's about Mm -hmm. she's not so open and here I am. Let me do this. Let me do that. And, you know, right. And it's, you know, it's one thing if you do that, of course, people do that in relationships. That's fine. Um, however, in this case, I kind of would want her to be, if they're going to have her go that route, you know, to kind of be a little bit more mysterious. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know, and if he's really interested and curious somewhere down the line, you know, she's kind of um, being demure about it. You know what I'm saying? And then eventually it kind of come together. I don't know. That's maybe I'm old school. I don't know. Well, we might both be a little bit old school, Letitia, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. We're yeah, still open to, you know, viewing and discussing and all that. Exactly. Exactly. But this what we're seeing right here. And then she is irritating Amanda. Amanda's beginning to act like her mother mm-hmm. instead of her sister. And I don't, even that part, now I get what Amanda's doing, but it's like it's like her talking to a 16-year-old. And it's, I'm yeah. like, uh, I mean, Amani is going to do what she wants to do. Now, if no. she falls on her face in the process, that's on her. Absolutely. Own your stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. So another part of that same storyline is Nate speaking up about his business ideas. And it looks like between Devon and Lily, it's kind of, he see big things. He's like, you know what? We got a lot of stuff to offer. Why don't we have a big expose to get the world excited about who we are and what our company is going to bring? And they're like, nah, let's just give them a little bit and let them wait for the rest. What do you think? Well, I mean, you know, being a marketer, I agree with Nate. I mean, you go out there and you've got captive audiences. You, you know, you make a splash. And um, to hold things back and to give little teases, those are to be done before the event. So at the event, it's the unveiling of all the teases. And so it's like they want to invite everybody to an event and then tease everybody. It's like, no, I actually left my home to come here to this event. You need to tell me what you're going to tell me. And to to not do that is is really um, 
bad business for real. <laughs> well, and I totally agree with you because I absolutely love marketing, whether I'm doing it with content creating or anything mm -hmm. else. Yep. If you got an audience coming to you for whatever information, teasers is one thing, but somewhere within that whole, you know, time that you spend with that audience you got to come with the goods yeah okay up. exactly exactly you know so what could happen and that's why they hired him for that position mm -hmm. but what could happen is they give out these little teasers who's to say there's not a little spy out there to say you know what maybe we can take this back and beat them to the punch well it, you just, exactly you know, whereas if they got it already set up in stone and this is what we're going to do, announce it to the world. Like, who knows how much they're paying for this event to come there? And you're only going to give me breadcrumbs? Yeah. Really? Yeah. The breadcrumbs get you to the loaf. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Cut the loaf and spread it around. <laughs> Listen, have you ever been to one of those seminars and it's like three hours long and it's all about, you know, trying to get you hyped up? And then you get all the way to the end and it's like, that's it. Yeah. Or here, buy my book. Exactly. And it'll tell you how to do what I do. Dude, I just spent three hours listening to you to try to learn how to do what you do. And I still don't know. And now yeah. you want me to buy your book after I paid for this damn seminar. <laughs> exactly. So that's why I'm like, Nate got the, Nate definitely has the right idea. He does. They should just come on out with it. Mm-hmm. But my question is, are they going to have creative differences? Because, uh -huh. you know, even when Nate put it out, Devon said no. He asked Lily and Lily is like, ah, I'm going to agree with Devon. And I think she did that not to step on his toes. I think you're right. Yeah, because it is a separate business unit and mm -hmm. he's leading that one. And so, yeah, definitely. I agree. Um and at the same time, while she was backing Devon up, it just reinforced what Nate was already feeling, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. unheard, unappreciated. Yeah, yeah. And he even asked Billy in today's episode, I think that was it today or yesterday? Uh -huh. I think it was today's. Yeah. And Billy was like, mm, no, we they're the CEOs. We we just have to stay in our lane. And he was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think Billy, Billy probably figured he better keep his mouth shut after what just happened. Yeah, that. we got to talk about that, too. That's coming up, you know. But, um, yeah, it's just I kind of I, I, I kind of actually see that this is something that's going to blow up between them. I mean, first of all, and I think you and I talked about this about a month or two ago, Devon really did not want to merge his company in the first place. They had to talk mm -hmm. him into it. Yes, absolutely. They did. And it's going to go south. You know it. You can see it. I mean, the writing's on the wall. Yep, absolutely. And the only person that's encouraging him is who? <laughs> Money. <laughs> and Money. <laughs> well, and Elena, I mean, it's not like she can encourage him in that way because she's not in the meetings and everything, but she does, you know, she supports what he's doing and she supports their whole family working together and everything. So she's supporting him in the right way that's real and not fake, uh, whereas Imani's just supporting him to suck up. Exactly. 
That's true. I'm wondering if there's going to be, it's got to be something because obviously they're driving Amani and Nate somewhere down the line. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm curious on whether it's going to be something regarding the company. And then of course, um, Elena might not agree with Nate when mm-hmm. Amani does. It's got to be something. So Yeah. I foresee um, somebody getting stuck with somebody in an elevator again soon because it's been oh, a while Lord. since we've had that happen. Well, listen, doesn't that <laughs> make some of the hottest scenes? Absolutely. <laughs> They're either really hot scenes or somebody's given birth. <laughs> listen, the thing is, is that it's either stuck in an elevator or stuck in a building somewhere, uh-huh. you know, where they Cabin can't get the out when it's a storm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, it's you know what, and Young and the Restless is the only one that do that. I've seen other shows that do that that tend to bring people together. Yep, yep. It is hilarious. It is, <laughs> but it's good. It makes for good TV. It's I good TV, say. absolutely. It's it's a formula that works. Yep, absolutely. Now, um, I think that that's all we had with that particular uh-huh. group. Now, I know that the. The story between Billy and Lily ties into Victoria. So we might as well go ahead and deal with the elephant in the room. <laughs> Which is this whole thing with Victoria declaring her independence. Now, here, okay. So there are some folks on social media that are saying two things. That, oh my God, thank God she's leaving Victor. Victor's a narcissist. He's controlling. He this, that, and the third, right? Mm-hmm. Then you have the other side that's saying Victoria's got a plan. Ah, what do yeah. you think? Um, I I don't actually think she has a plan. Okay. Um, I think she is following her heart. I think she really is in love with him. Okay. I think he thinks he's in love with her, but his whole life has been a fraud. And so... He may think it now, but I don't think he can last long uh, because he wants too much. You know, this is a guy who has, you know, gobbled up another person's identity, gobbled up an inheritance that wasn't his, gobbled up all kinds of companies that weren't his along the way, putting other people out of business and, you know, came into into, um, you know, Genoa City. And yeah, he did sell a business unit and he did sell his company, but it was all in the plan to gobble up Newman. And so I think he's a a consumer and I think he is consuming her. Really? Okay. I do. Because it's, it's just, unless, because they're talking about going away. She's talking about going away, leaving the company, leaving the family behind, moving out of the state. Mm-hmm. Unless Amelia Hindley is leaving the show or taking a break, there's got to be some twist to this. Something's going to blow. Yeah. So either she is trying to prove to her family that she's strong enough by creating this elaborate plan to truly get him out of town. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe, I don't know, knock him off or something. I don't know. I'm just guessing. <laughs> I doubt know? it, but. I- I don't know about his status. Like, I don't know how long his contract was. I never read about that. So, I mean. Well, it was, it was up and down because originally Tara was on contract for a year and then they cut her out. They did. And he ended up staying longer. So, I'm not sure. And then they replaced him 
you know, with yeah. the other guy. So, you know, they replaced the other guy with him, I should say. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's got to be something we're missing because or there's another twist coming down the road or yeah. is Ashlyn going to have a fate like Ray did? Oh, I got to run home and get something. He's in an accident or something. I don't know. It just it's just too easy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where it's going, but I don't think Ashland is good. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Um let me think. I think in regards to Victoria, you know, making this move. Now I was actually happy for her to make this move, not to go with Ashland. I just cannot stand controlling people. Mm -hmm. And her dad is extremely Ooh. controlling. Yeah, he's a puppet master. And when people call him a narcissist, he's actually a narcissist. He truly character. is. Yes, he is. And, you know, he, um, he came from nothing, mm -hmm. uh, according to his story. He, he fought for everything that he has. And... He knows how hard he worked and his kids only know him from their experience in his life. They don't know what he went through and mm -hmm. um, he assumed a new identity, but he didn't steal it from his dead best friend. Right. He just changed. His he name. just changed his name. And so I think um, the little bit of what he thought was commonality with Ashland is now something that he looks at as a, a an egregious character flaw, which I agree with. Mm -hmm. um, and I also, yes, he is a narcissist, but I mean, so many, so the huge percentage of the time, the way it's positioned, he's right about what he's being a narcissist about. That's sad to say, but mm -hmm. so often he's right about the people that he's trying to defend his family against and, you know, they won't listen to him and he winds up being right in the end. And so, you know. Well, we'll that's the problem with, with the, his narcissistic behavior, because mm -hmm. if you weren't so controlling on the front end, by the time you get to the back end, when they really need to stay away from something, they're not going to listen. They're not going to listen. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then none of it would have happened. So yeah, exactly. You know, and it's interesting with Nicholas because, you know, I, and I'm going to speak in the terms of the, psycho the psychology dictionary, but, you know, every trait that, I mean, obviously, whoever wrote Vic, um, Victor Newman's character, they knew exactly what that entailed. Because usually when a person get away from somebody like that, they usually um, go no contact or they try to get out from up under. And yeah. it always seems that he hoovers them right back in. Oh, yeah. He masterfully did it with Adam. Oh my gosh. That was like watching and, a master chess. He consistently craps on him. He does every time. And and in the psychology handbook is called the doo-doo test. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we don't need a Rorschach test. We got a doo-doo test. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I, yep. I would use the other word, but uh yeah. Yeah, I mean, seriously, that's that's exactly what it is. I mean, he continues to discount, undermine, disregard, mm -hmm. he taking things from him. And Adam continuously tried to 
prove himself. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many times I've said when we were on the call and when I was doing the podcast with um, with Keisha is that Adam needs to just do his own thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. You have always been a proponent of that. Oh, my God. It, it kills me to see. Because at one point, I thought Adam was going to leave. And I think that was in May when there was an episode where he was like, I'm fed up. I mm-hmm. think maybe I need. And Sally talked him into it to stay. Yep. And then when she decided that it wasn't going to work, then he's like, no, I'm going to stay longer. And I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. And sure enough. Because even to the end, so let's move into that part of the storyline. Right before Victoria made that announcement, Adam actually told Victor, look, this girl loves this man. There's nothing you're going to be able to do about it. Oh, no, Victoria, she's not going to go with him. And he, he just blew Adam off. Until she got the text message. <laughs> yeah, to two seconds later. And he was like, uh, Victoria wants you to be there, too. Man, the look on Adam's face, <laughs> it was so priceless it in was that priceless. office. <laughs> he, he didn't need to say nothing. Just no. like I, I carved out a clip and I posted it this week on the uh, YouTube side. Uh-huh. And I also posted it in the, face, in the Facebook group where Adam was like, all I need to get is a bag of popcorn and sit back and watch it all unfold. Yeah, yeah, that was great. (laughs) That was so funny. And that's pretty much what he had to do when he was in the office when Victoria was going off and Victor going back and forth and Nikki and Nicholas was so upset. And Adam is looking like, oh my God, this is great. (laughs) That one shot of him doing kind of like the double take back at... (laughs) When she was saying what she was, it was like, oh my God, that was so good. He's, he's, oh my he's God. so talented. Listen, I didn't know, I knew this was coming because I reported this spoiler about a week and a half ago, right? Uh-huh. So <clears throat> I didn't know what that went because that was Wednesday's episode. I didn't know it was going to be that good. It was good. It was good. Was I, I left that episode. Sm- I, I so enjoyed that episode. <laughs> I had to back it up and watch that <laughs> again. <laughs> I mean, just to see that all unfold because, you know, and then to see Adam's face because he had to contain himself and he, he, um, uh- yeah, removed himself pretty early. Like, okay, if there's anything else I could do, just let me know. I'm yeah. out. <laughs> if there's anything I can do, let me know. Like, run the company. <laughs> Man, then that conversation that he had with Sally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Boy, those two are perfect for each other. I'm so glad they they put them together. I just oh, love them too. When she asked him what was victory action. And Adam was like, it was beautiful. It, it was, was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was a oh great Oh my scene. God, that was great. That was so funny. Because <laughs> I still, even though, see, there's a part of Adam that he has not let go of. I mean, that Adam within himself has yes. let go of. As much as he wants his dad's approval. There's still a part of Adam that wants to stick it to his father. Oh, he wants to best him. Yeah, there's no question. <laughs> so, yeah, he does. 
So for him, and I got to give it to Mark Grossman, his facial re- responses and reactions to what he was saying, it was hilarious. I was rolling. Absolutely. <laughs> He's so, so talented. Oh, my God. Girl, that was the best episode this it week. It was good. It was, it good. was really good. I, and I, it had me looking forward to Thursday and Friday. Now, Thursday wasn't so bad, but Friday was like, it fell flat today. It did fall a little flat today. Yeah, it, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. But, um, yeah, the thing is, though, did you see the plan that Victor has? Because, okay, so let me back up a little bit. Let's talk about Nikki. Okay. Because Nikki is just totally in delusional, in delusion and denial about Victoria's situation because she done the exact same thing that uh, her daughter is doing. Yeah, she has with Victor. With Victor. I mean, she sits up and she talks about, I can't believe she's with a man that lies and they do vindictive things, and do this and that, and this and that. And I'm looking at the, at the screen like, oh, where have you been? <laughs> yeah, I mean, have you, do you know your husband? Right. <gasps> do you know what your last name is? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like those two, honestly, Victor and Ashlyn, that's why Victor admired him so much. Yep. is because he's identical to him. Yep, that's right. That's exactly right. <clears throat> yep, he wow. is absolutely identical to him. So, of course, for Nikki to say, I don't understand. Why can we do this? Can we stop her? The question is, could anybody stop you? No, <laughs> no. they could not. They absolutely could not. Catherine Chancellor no. couldn't stop her. Her sister couldn't stop her. No one could. Jack couldn't Jack stop Abbott. her. Right. <laughs> right. You know, so it's like, why do you not see that your daughter is doing the carbon copy mm-hmm. of your behavior and the guy she's picking is a carbon copy of her father? Yeah, they are all chips off the old blocks. Yeah. So I, I, it, it, that was funny because when we saw that today. But, 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 but Nikki asked Victor a way to stop Victoria. Now, mm-hmm. let me ask you. By him making a press conference saying that Adam is going to be the new CEO and Nikki is going to step down just to make it look good. You think that's going to work to bring Victoria back? No. Me either. No. He's about to get egg on his face. Yeah. She's not, she, no, that's not going to make her come back. Um, the only thing that will that she'll come back after is after her heart is broken and stomped on again. Mm-hmm. Then she'll come back. Yeah, because the only thing, I mean, why does she care? She's walking away from the CEO position. Now, Victor's theory is that because of the fact that she loves the company so much and she always feels that we're a safety net, let's just take the whole thing from up under her making her feel like she'll never get it back because she worked so hard for it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, why would you quit a job that huge if you really didn't want to leave? That makes no sense. It does not make a bit of sense unless you're just done. You're just done. You just had it. You've had enough. You're spent. 
you've got nothing left to offer. You're sick of the fight. You're done. And here's the thing. She, she's saying that, you know, she needs to make her own decisions and blah, blah, blah. When they talk of Ashlyn, they're acting like this is all his doing. Mm-hmm. This is her. Yeah, this is her. This time is her. Yeah, it is. You know, I mean, granted, she did. I, I got it. She got to take accountability for sign up for the other stuff. But this particular week, it's on her. That man was on his way out of town. He was packed and ready to go. Yep. Yeah, he'd have been gone if she hadn't gone over there. Yep. And she came over there. She stopped him. She found out about that restraining order. And that pissed her off. Now, what do you think about that? Because there's been some mixed comments in my comment section on Facebook about the fact of people saying he might be a ruthless business person, but I don't think he would hurt Harrison. And other people say he's a monster, period. Keep him away from Harrison. What mm. do you think? He already hurt Harrison. By making, by making him think he was sick. I don't even remember him. Cause how old is that kid? He's I think like four and they four. sat him down. Remember they sat down and had a conversation with him about daddy versus father and everything. And okay. And um, they too. Yeah. They told him that he was that, he, you know, father was sick. Um, and so that was the reason he was going to be staying with um, summer and Kyle. And, um, yeah, so he told the kid he was, he was sick. And mm-hmm. I realized that a four-year-old's not going to, you know, get, the four-year-old's still going to go play and that kind of stuff. But, you know, I mean, his father's sick. So, so yeah. do you think that um, he would actually physically do something to him? Because that's the re- purpose of that restraining order. Uh, I think harm to a child would be both physical and mental. mental. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So any form of abuse. And so, yeah, I definitely think that he deserves this. Um, You know, um, Harrison's been away from him for a while. They haven't had a lot of scenes for us to even think that he missed him. He was happy when he saw him, but did he miss Mm -hmm. him or did he just get happy? Yeah, and the thing, a lot of that is predicated on the fact that Hunter King and Michael Miller was not on screen, so right. we never got to see him until Jim them coming back in the past couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. So I don't really know what to think about that, and I, you know, but I do think that whatever Ashlyn gets and whatever is withheld from him, he deserves every bit of it. Okay, because Victoria was like, she was not happy about that restraining order, and I think that's what even pushed her even further. Yeah, because it's more control. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of that, Ashlyn actually, because Victor showed up at his room, at his hotel room this week, saying, you know, you think it's going to be that easy. (laughs) Yeah, right. You know, think, think twice. Exactly. The thing is, it's not him. So just say, and here's the real test. If Ashlyn left on his own, and Victoria followed him after the fact. There's what are you going to do about that? And what you know, you do? There's nothing you can do. Nothing you can do. You know, and so they're making it look like it's all him. He's manipulating her to feel a certain way that she's feeling and wanting to do this. That girl loves that man, and the reason being is because of the fact that she's he's so much like her father. Oh, absolutely. 
Absolutely, yes. I mean, who's the first love of any young girl's life is her daddy. Exactly. And because she's familiar with that type of mindset and everything. She knows how to deal with it. Exactly. That's why she's doing what she's doing. She There's nothing Billy could have done or what's the other guy name? Um, that she used to be that Amelia JT. JT. Yeah. JT, JT, Billy, and I don't even know who else she dated in the past. Um, yeah, none of those guys, none of those guys are anything like a national lock. No, none of them. You know, so of course, because he's ambitious, he's powerful, he's mm-hmm. um, vindictive, mm-hmm. everything that her dad has. That's why she's so attracted to it. I agree. Um, but one thing Ashlyn did tell Victor, the only reason why she's trying to come and be with me is because of everything that her family is doing to her. Right. You ran her right into his arms. Now, here's the thing. Let me ask you a question. Do you think that, um, and I'm trying to see how can I, okay. So do you think if the family just back off? They just back off, and she, because she's looking for a fight every turn she she runs into one of her family members, right? Yeah, she is. If if they just say, you know what, we're gonna take a step back, we're gonna make you let your make your own decisions, whatever happens, it's your responsibility, and leave it at that. Would that get her to think twice? Because sometimes when you put the responsibility on the person and just leave it there. Versus you pulling and pulling and pushing and pushing. They tend to have to be like, dang, well, wait a minute. Let me think about this. You know, because they don't have a fight anymore. People, you know, she like a challenge. Well, you know, that kind of can cut a couple of different ways. So, yes, definitely she's looking for a fight. Mm-hmm. Um, if they engage, she gets what she wants. She gets mm-hmm. the fight. Mm-hmm. If And she still blames them. If mm-hmm. they don't engage, she's still going to blame them. Yeah, because if she comes up looking for a fight and they're like, well, good for you, then she's going to think it's insincere. Right. So they're they no matter what they do, she's going to blame them and feel as though she's the victim. Gotcha. In my opinion. That makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, so she's pretty much is going to be either way because here's the other thing. If they step back and don't do anything and it blows up in her face and then she can come back and say, like you said, blame them. Like, well, why didn't you stop me? Yeah. Yeah. Or it's your fault because you said this and you right. pushed it and you pushed it and you made it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so they're, they're in a no win. They're in a no win with her right now. Yeah. So. I don't know, honestly, this thing here, I'm interested. I didn't see any, when they did the previews for next week, mm-hmm. I really didn't see anything of any, like... Bombshells. Yeah. Uh-uh, no. So, unless they're just keeping it up on the wraps and we'll be surprised, but even with that, they normally still kind of tease us with something, but... Yeah, they do. Things. Hopefully, it was just, maybe they left the best stuff out of the teaser. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, usually they'll put a promo out on the actual promo uh, over the weekend. Yeah. So maybe we'll get a chance to see exactly 
you know, maybe they're going to add some more spiciness to it. Yeah. We still got something else to talk about, and that's her whole conversation with Billy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, some people are not happy with Lily because they felt that she made it all about herself uh-huh. and that their kids involved with this whole decision that Victoria has with regards to um, Ashlyn Locke and that Billy is only concerned about the kids. And then there's the other side of the fence where people are like, you know what, Billy, you got to stop, let, stop, let Victoria make her decisions and leave her alone. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah. But yes, Billy needs to leave her alone. Um, he needs to let her do what she needs to do. Um, make her own mistakes like she's let him make his own mistakes mm-hmm. and the kids are at boarding school so the boarding school has custody of the kids right now so they're not around ashland and when they're not in school um you know she didn't keep them you know keep you from seeing them when you were blowing up your life with poker and everything so i mean i don't know i don't yeah, think that's a good point yeah i, I you know he has to think about what he's done and what he may or may not have deserved, and he needs to reciprocate in kind, is my opinion. Gotcha. You get you get what you you give what you got. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. And he also has to be respectful of Lily's. He gotta be at some mm-hmm. point. I understand. Just say he is concerned about the children, but you know, like you said, they're bored in school. You still have to take in consideration the feelings of your current relationship. That's right. And you know how much I love Lily. Don't mess with Lily. Let's just say, don't mess with my girl. Don't mess with Lily. Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah. Do because it. it's just crazy that he says, I got, I feel like it's my responsibility to protect her. And it's like, no, no, it is not. It's not. Mm-mm. Y'all, you guys are not married. You guys are not even in a relationship. Y'all are just co-parenting right now. Exactly. So, so I mean, could you, I'm, and, and this is, you know, I, I tend to kind of cross over into real life and soap life, right? Mm-hmm. But could you imagine the fallout of a man running to protect his ex and telling his current girlfriend or wife, I got to do this. Yeah. How long do you think that's going to last? <laughs> that didn't go. No. No. <laughs> the answer, no is a whole sentence. No. No. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just, he got to see that, but I don't, do you think he's still interested in Victoria or he just feel indebted to her? I think there's a part of Billy that will always regret losing Victoria. Okay. And I believe that he truly does love Lily. So he's just stuck in. Okay, he's just stuck in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, that's just. Yeah, he got to, you know, pull the reins in on that. And it seemed like in today's episode, later in today's episode, that he he did that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. He took a step back, you know, so. But Billy always tells Lily that, and then he goes right back to the same old thing as, well, as soon yeah. as something comes out. Okay. I have to ask you a question. Yep. What about that dress she was wearing at the end of the show? 
Oh, it's my favorite color. Wasn't that purple? That was, it was like a, just this beautiful amethyst type of color on that dress. Um, dress you know, the crisp when they put the light behind the amethyst and it shines through those beautiful, lustrous colors. That mm -hmm. dress was, oh, that dress was exquisite on her. Oh, wow. Yeah, I did yeah. see it. It's my, per, any shades of purple mm -hmm. is my favorite color. Yep. And so when I saw that dress, it caught me instantly. I'm like, oh, a purple dress. And he had on a purple tie, too, by the way. Yeah, they do style together well. Yeah, so, yeah, she looked. And he caught. He comes in the office with his head down, just running his mouth. <laughs> he looked up. He was like, whoa. <laughs> Stop the presses. <laughs> Stop the presses. Yeah, and then he gave her a little gift and whatnot to kind of reassure her you know, where he, where his heart really is. He yes. just, he has to, he just has to take a step back and, you know, just let Victoria, if Victoria want to run her life in the ground, it's her life to do that. It's unfortunate. Yep. But you have no, yeah, you have no ties in it. Like you said, the kids are boarding school. So, you know. Everybody's I mean, fine. Yep. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Okay. So, did we cover just about everything this week? I think we did. We had no Abby. Uh-uh. Uh, Noah and, well, the girls are back. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now, it looks like Tessa's getting ready to leave again because she's going on tour. Oh, yeah. So I'm wondering how that's all going to play out, especially with them trying to adopt. Um, so that's going to be a storyline. And then look like Allie and Noah. Are they keep closer. running into each other, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. They're like, they're getting closer. And what about that argument between Chelsea and Adam? So, I don't, I mean, that was, that that's was on weird. her. That's all on her. Yeah. She's something's, I don't know. It's just not right. It's, and I know that the whole thing happened with Ray and everything and she was you know, felt like she was close to Ray, but I mean, we all know she was having feelings for him. And I just think she's something's something's off. Well, I mean, the other thing is she's so triggered by Adam. All Adam asked was, are you okay? Yeah. And then she went off the deep end talking about what you don't think I'm, I'm solid enough to take care of my own son. And I was like, I didn't even say that. What's not what he said. About? No. Well, and then, I mean, didn't Sally just talk to her and was so polite and professional and that they would, you know, at least be civil. And then she goes off on Sally. It's like, man, you can't even, you can't even keep your word for a minute. Nope. You know, it's just like, go. I mean, she came, she was supposedly had counseling because of mm -hmm. everything. And then when she tried to set Adam up was it last year or whatever. And, yeah. um, She's supposed to have been healed. She she got a crush on Ray. Ray, of course, you know, passed away. And now she's freaking out and acting crazy. And it's like, mm -hmm. girl, ain't nobody did nothing to you. Call your counselor on standby and have a conversation. You just can't go around going off on people. Well, exactly. And I mean, we got to remember how she came into the scene. She was mentally unstable from the very beginning. I mean, who gets herself pregnant on purpose by a guy and then gives the baby away and then gets hit, then gets the guy put in prison in some underground cell in a foreign country. 
I mean, yeah. woman is absolute trash. Yeah, Chelsea, I mean, and they walk around and give her such a, oh, they give her this medal of honor, like, oh my God, and then here comes Kyle as being a protector. Everything's okay here. And I'm like, look, dude, this is mom and dad having a conversation about their kids. And Mind you're over here me. as if Adam was going to do something to her. Right, right. If anybody should be concerned is about her. Because she exactly. was the one that tried to set him up and almost kill Ray a well, year ago. Uh, yeah, exactly. But, but everybody give her a pass. Always. Every time. It's crazy. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think. Something else happened this, this week. Oh, Diane and Jack. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let me just say, I could you have just stayed in the grave? Because, I mean, what a great actress to to really tick me off. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, um, mm -mm. no. I actually like her back on just to shake it up. Well, I love it, but I'm just like, mm, 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 mm. Oh, okay. Do you think they're trying to bring her and Jack together? Oh, it definitely looks like it's heading that way. And that, to me, would be so grotesque after everything she did. Well, you know, it's a lot of other people that have done some crazy things. I know. Phyllis. I just love, I'm just, <laughs> I'm like totally about Phyllis. Although I didn't want Phyllis with Jack anyway. So I don't know why I'm upset. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's hmm. They had a nice tender moment. Um, they did. Until, and, I, and when she brought up Phyllis, I'm like, too soon, Diane, too soon. Too soon. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> soon. Absolutely. But she couldn't help herself because both of them are obsessed with each other. Yeah. Yeah. And so, of course, Jack was ready to run. And then she put on the waterworks. Yeah. And, oh, my God. I'm just trying to make up for everything that I've done. And I didn't have it. I'm like, oh, and yeah. here come Jack. He sat back down. Let me go get my tiny violin out. <laughs> I mean, you did it to yourself. What do you want? Nobody should feel sorry for you. You right. made all those decisions yourself. Exactly. You exactly. She did it. So she got to live up to it. But. Um, I honestly think they're trying to eventually get those two back together because they really had a nice moment when they were talking about Harrison and talking about Kyle. And yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Um, and I think I think I got all of the other little storylines out the way. I'm, I'm trying I think to so. It was it actually really was a lot. Um, the only other small thing is uh, with. Um, oh Lord. Uh, <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. What is that girl's name? Kyle's wife, Summer. Summer. <laughs> With Summer um, actually, you know, trying to get this company off the ground and stuff. They just, I just don't like the fact that they took out the part of whether Angelina, there was no conversation with Angelina. It's just them making plans. And yeah. then they're trying to get Chelsea to come on over as if this is like a done deal already. And I'm like, I get it that you want to move the storyline along, but at least make it realistic. Like, hey, I had a call with Angelina Marchetti and uh -huh. she is all set to merge the companies. Then they kind of gel it all together, right? Right, right. Yeah, they're missing some um, pretty important information. Yeah, it just didn't, I don't know, that was weird to me, so... 
But other than that, that was pretty much it, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think Okie dokie. All right, so let us go ahead then. And we're going to move on to the bold and the beautiful. All right, let me pull up my recaps here. Um, Okay, so for the week of June 6th, Quinn phone alerts her to Eric's elevated heart rate. <laughs> oh, she over there laughing. Brooke sets new ground rules in order to get Ridge back. And then we had Bill offers Ridge unsolicited advice about his marriage. <laughs> and then we had, come on, slow pokey. Sheila meets a new enemy and an old ally in jail. And then in today's episode, we have a bunch of people fawning over who they're in love with. (laughs) Yeah, we did, didn't we? Oh, my God, that was so crazy, girl. Okay. Uh, Can I just say something before we dive into unpacking? Go ahead. Okay. Hope Logan in that hat looked like the little Debbie Snacks woman. Girl, on the package of Little Debbie snacks. <laughs> you know what? And that's what I don't understand. Look like to me, people like Rena Sofer, who I love her outfits. Absolutely. Casual or whatever. It's, do you guys all have the same stylus? Because, I don't know, it, even with Brooke. I mean, Brooke has a pretty nice body. I mean, Catherine Kelly Lang, mm-hmm. all of those ladies who are in their 50s. Yeah, they're looking really good. And I'm wondering, like, the way you style, you know, Quinn, why not give them kind of like how we see on the on the Young and the Restless Phyllis and Sharon mm-hmm. or uh, Michelle and Sharon Case. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Their outfits are like top notch. Even what like we even Lily. You know what I mean? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yes. But. I don't know. They always have hope. Annika, Nicole looking frumpy. What is the deal with that? Like I, there was one outfit and this was when we first started talking and she was in the same outfit for like eight days in a row. <laughs> Can we please <laughs> not again? <laughs> Listen, that must she's been so lovely. And she's so, a- she's, you know, statuesque and beautiful and, and Yeah. And here's the thing. I don't know if any of you guys listening follow Annika Nicole on social media. She is opposite of Hope Logan. Absolutely. Yeah. She's, she's daring and she's um, edgy and she she is still also, you know, kind of mellow and got a little bit of hippie in her and yeah, cool chick. Yes, she is. So, I know it's got to be killing her to be like, this is what you want me to wear? <laughs> you putting me in that? <laughs> <laughs> I know Rena Sofer is smiling because it's like, whatever they give me, it oh, looks good. <laughs> she looks, um, I mean, honestly, the entire cast is stunning, but Rena Sofer is, she's in a class by herself. The I girl, mean, even oh. down to her accessories. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's just top. I mean, the glasses, the bracelets, the mm-hmm. rings. The nail polish. The nail, the I'm like, who is your stylist? Right. You know what? There was when she and Eric got married, mm-hmm. the nail polish that she had on is my all-time favorite ever of any kind of any nail 
anything I've ever seen. I have no idea what it's called. I don't know where to find it, but it was amazing. If you go back and look at those pictures, mm -hmm. I, I just, um, I, I think it's gorgeous, huh? beautiful hands, beautiful nails, she, beautiful period, but man, those nails rocked. Wow. Okay. All right. Let's go ahead and unpack this. So right. um, that ring that Eric has on his fingers. Oh, <gasps> <laughs> elevated so diabolically delicious girl elevated his heart rate and the darn phone went off that's because he's over there sexing Donna <laughs> oh he my is god not playing pickleball <laughs> you listen I actually thought that they were going to go ahead and bust him I did too but they didn't you know he called I mean she called him oh yeah I'm fine I'm just working out over here yeah, you working out <laughs> <all> right. Right. <laughs> you working out all right sure 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 right right but um Donna also gave him an ultimatum didn't she she pretty much did yeah what do you think Oh, it needs to walk away, but what honestly, yes, because what you said last week, I thought about it while I was watching this week, and you are absolutely correct. It is purely physical with the two of them, they don't have anything else in common, there's nothing to talk about. Um, you know, it's just not it's not a relationship as it is a hookup, even right. though we were married, there's a reason they're not married anymore. You know, I mean, so no, I agree a hundred percent of what you said last week that it is purely physical. And whereas with Quinn, they can talk business, they can talk creativity, they can talk, you know, about anything and everything. And they're, they are intellectually matched. They are beautiful together. I just, I'm a huge Eric and Quinn fan. Yeah. I mean, I, when they pick, they pick the right person to put with Eric. Yes. I hope they leave it alone. You know, just on up. chemistry, all of that. Yeah, yeah. I love um, those. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. But um, yes, yeah, he needs to leave Donna alone. This is nothing but sex. Well, because Donna is like, I mean, she's a good person, you know, she's always trying to be see the good in everything and be positive and everything. And then they make her go do this. I was really mad right. they demeaned donna's character because she was the logan that didn't do that you know right yeah so and she deserves a good man of her own she's a great actress and she's beautiful and and statuesque and and she's just a great actress i just i want something different for her yeah, I yeah they should put they could find why didn't they even try I don't know. I was going to yeah. say Carter. This whole, because that whole thing is a, oh my God, that whole well, Carter thing. Carter almost seems schizophrenic at this point. With what he was well, saying to Ridge today. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, well, you just told Quinn you knew. Well, that's because he can't be honest. Uh-uh. You know, because if he told Ridge, well, mm -hmm. the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing is because I can't be with a woman that's already married. Exactly. And he happened to be your father. So, right. of course, he's got to say, I don't know, because he can't tell the truth. He cannot. He can absolutely not tell the truth. I mean, honestly, they've almost put Carter in such a corner that um, where's he going to go? Where, where do you go from here? Do you leave I, your job? Do you, what do you do? And my thing is, as, oh, well, let's see. We, we might as well just jump to that anyway, but. 
We're diving in head first. Hey, why not? Um, and for Paris, you obviously got to know that this man is attracted to somebody else. Yeah. But you still want to be with him. And then you want to kind of shake the waves just to keep him on his toes so he can't go over to Quinn. Yeah. Why would you even want to be in a relationship where you have to manipulate somebody to be with you? I, honestly, I the entire Buckingham family needs counseling. Yeah. I, I mean, for Grace to actually stand there and say that Carter hurt Zoe, no. Carter did not hurt Zoe. Zoe hurt Carter. Yeah, she was the one that she tried to teach. Right. Yep. So, yeah, Grace acting like um, she's some kind of a saint is ridiculous. Because uh, Carter didn't do that to her. She did that to him. And he crazy. was the victim there. Yeah, the other crazy thing about that is Grace reporting harassment. Oh, at a job that she's not even employed at. I mean, I <laughs> honestly, when when Paris was telling her to mind her business, I really wanted. Well, I guess this might be I'm overstepping because I'm getting caught up in a flip the script and I didn't mean to. But I really uh -oh. wanted her to go off on her mother and not be so loving and just look at her and just tell her I'm an adult. Who do you think you are? You don't get to run my life. I was so annoyed at that whole exchange. Yeah, it's crazy. I That whole storyline is just ridiculous to me because obviously, unless they're going somewhere with this, when, and it probably is going to be like a domino effect. So yes. the cheating is, that Eric is doing is probably going to come out, mm -hmm. which is going to blindside Quinn. Yep. Quinn is going to be devastated, which runs her into the arms of Carter which Carter probably in turn is going to dump Paris after he's already gotten her pregnant because let's, let's, you know, throw the unwanted pregnancy in there too. Yeah. I heard something about that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. We'll have to see, but. And yeah. then Zoe comes back with her own baby. Oh <laughs> She's you been raising. Whole, listen, you got a whole secondary storyline going. I do. Let's write it, Leticia. Let's write it. Girl, you're so funny. <laughs> But I mean, I'm serious. It's it's a crazy thing with this where this is going. And I know they got to have some content because of the mm -hmm. fact that Jacqueline is not on, right? Um, you know, because she was at maternity leave at that point. But I just this whole thing is just I, I don't like it. Mm -hmm. I just don't. I don't either. I'm with you. I do not. You know, and like you say, why not put Donna with somebody else? Leave Quinn and and um, Eric intact. Yeah, give us some romantic scenes with the two of them. Have them go on some remote shoot somewhere really fancy and, you know, on some island where we get some eye candy, you know? Exactly. Um, and then with Paris, they should have kept her with Zenday. Honestly, they, uh, and you know, in the beginning, I thought that, that Carter and Paris were hot, but I mean, they were hot, but yes, I do believe Zenday is a better partner for her, but I don't like Grace. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I don't even understand why they brought her on. No. You know, I mean, I guess to be this busybody and whatever, but yeah. it's just not a good storyline for her. 
it's not. And she looked desperate. It was really not a good look. No. Mm-mm. Nope. Um, but I will say that, I mean, just in general, besides, because we still got the whole Sheila thing we got to talk about. But yeah. even today's episode with Katie back, oh, has Bill been chasing after Brooke and... Um, Eric was the love of your life. You deserve happiness. And I'm like, oh, blah, blah, blah. blah. Right. You know, it, it just wasn't, it wasn't interesting in that aspect. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you're going to go ahead and bring Katie back with Bill, just go ahead and do it. Just do Just get it done so we can see scenes with them together on the yacht or something. You know, yeah, honestly, give us some eye candy. I honestly would. I wanted. <laughs> What I originally wanted that has not happened yet, they've only had a short time together, was had Quinn with, with Bill. Oh, you know, that would be explosive. Oh, that whole scene when she first came to town and mm-hmm. was at at the house. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Liam came upstairs and everything was broken and tossed everywhere. It was, a, it was completely destroyed. <laughs> yes, that was, oh my God, I was like, oh, that was good. That was good. That was a good soap opera right there. That was a good episode. It was. Man, that, I'm telling you, I was like, why don't they put them, because you got Feisty Fan and Big Bad Dollar Bill. I'm like, man, that would have been a our house truly truly but they they left it right there and they never addressed it again and they was, did not yeah oh, they, yeah that yeah. sucks and you would think the way quinn was with bill why can't she they they have it where he she can't stimulate eric uh, see to me mm-mm, that just i mean i get it he was hurt um but then he encouraged it and so exactly you know, and now he's doing it himself with Donna. So the hypocrisy is off the charts, really. Yeah, it just sucks. I, I just hate the whole storyline. It's I do too. ridiculous. Oh, just, my gosh. To, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Especially with um, Carter and Paris. I mean, Carter is this handsome COO. Mm-hmm. They, they have it looking like he can't find a woman. Well, or he got to chase after unavailable ones. And it's like, come on. No, that's just not. I mean, and he has so much to offer that it just, that storyline doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And now, it doesn't. yeah, it's making him look weak. It does. And then for Paris to be pining after a dude that you clearly know he's interested in somebody else and he's only with you because of the fact that he can't be with that other person. Come on. Mm-hmm. Well, and he even said as much. I have to move forward. I have to do this. It wasn't about them Her. and how they feel right. together. It was right. about him and what he needs to do. And those are huge red flags. Oh, absolutely. And she's sitting up there like, oh, okay, great. And why are you doing that? That should tell you something. He told you you that you guys were broken up. And right. then he run in there kissing all over you. And you like, where did this come from? That should tell you. It came from Quinn. Yes. That's what. Left field. <laughs> right. Right. So uh, I got to ask you, what did yeah. you think about Ridge barging in and questioning Carter the way he did after everything Ridge has done in his life? I know. It's, it's just, like I said, the storyline just sucks. And for Grace to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
Ridge has no room to talk about anybody. No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, he does not. And, you know, I wish on our TVs we could have like a hypocrisy a hypocrisy ometer How would you say that? Um, and it would just go off the charts every time he started to lecture yeah. someone about relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's he got a lot of nerve to be trying to tell somebody else what to do when mm-hmm. you got a long, long history of doing something similar, kissing other people's wives. Mm-hmm. You're being in a in a marriage. You, I mean, just right Stringing now, people still, along. Yeah, he's uh, currently married to Brooke. No, I mean, she did some crazy things, but. You over there kissing on on Taylor, so pretty heavy kisses. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So, mm-mm. whatever, dude. Um, now we gotta tackle this other last piece of this here this week, and this is this whole thing. Well, no, there's another piece in there too with Taylor and Brooke, and they both taking their turns to try to. First, she comes in there with food. Mm-hmm. And they had a moment where Brooke got kicked out. That was funny. <laughs> that was funny. And then, um, then Brooke comes back and tells Ridge that from this point forward, Deacon is not welcome at the house anymore. And then she goes home and Deacon's there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I fell off my seat. I was laughing so hard. I'm like, oh, there he is. He's still because. there. Just she five set, minutes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she set that in motion. That man could come freely in and out of her house. Yep. For the last what six months? Right. And the oh. last well, the other day he came through the side door. Exactly. Oh, dude, man, what? Who gave you a pass? Well, listen, Bold and the Beautiful is notorious for not locking their doors. They so. don't even close them. I know. No. <laughs> um, but I I thought that you know. Um, Hope was going to feel some kind of way about it, but she's okay. So, yeah. Well, I read somewhere where they were going to have Hope have some kind of a problem coming up. That's so what I thought too. Somebody was saying it was going to be a drinking problem, and you know, in a lot of these re- most recent scenes, she's had wine, she had a beer. Today, she had a, a mimosa. So maybe it is going to be the drinking, which really annoys me because, um, I. I not every family member has the same things mm-hmm. and I don't, I just don't, um, mm, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not liking if that's the way they're going to be going. I um, hope not. Yeah. But she did have the problems with those pills for anxiety before too. So yes, she did. Yes, it she wouldn't, did. you know, it would make sense. Yep. 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 She did. Um, yeah, because what I read, like you said, is them saying that Hope wasn't going to be happy about that. But it seems like she has no issue with it. Deacon has an issue with it. But what can you do? You need to leave. Right. You need to leave. You shouldn't have been there in the first place. You know this girl is married. She's been telling you she want Ridge for the longest. But you know... The way they were on New Year's Eve, that wasn't all alcohol. Because even before that, when they were talking about the past, Mm -hmm. the way she looked at him, there's a little, there's still a little something sparking there. Yeah, well, I don't know. You think the writers are going to eventually let that come back into play, or I don't know. 
I don't know, but you know, there was, um, there was one other uh, thing that was posted that was talking about possibly having Bill and Taylor get together. So what if Bill and Taylor got together and then what if Donna and Deacon got together? Mm, that would be interesting. Just like meeting up at the bar and one thing leading to another. And um, I mean, Bridget's back and everything, but she's, you know, has been missing since Steffi got out of the hospital. Um, but that would be another possible dynamic, I guess. That you know, is true. That is very, very true. So I don't know. I don't know. That, yeah, that's a possibility. You are absolutely correct. Well, we'll have to see. That would be yeah. interesting, especially if Eric decides to cut Donna loose. Right, right. He'll be devastated. And then, of course, Deacon can't go back to the house unless he'll be devastated. He'll be devastated. So let's go be devastated together. Exactly. (laughs) Who knows? Who knows? What's that old song? If you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's exactly how they go. Yeah. Um, Okay. And then the other final storyline, which is Lee. So she talked in present tense. Yeah, she gave herself off. She got gave too caught up in emotion. Yep. She gave herself away. Um, I thought she was way too easy on Sheila. Really? Yeah. I really, I mean, I wanted her to lose it on Sheila. Um, but the way at the end of the conversation, when Sheila kind of lurched a little forward and her handcuff made the noise and Lee was, you know, then like kind of behind the chair. Yeah. I, I wanted Sheila to be on like cowering and I wanted Lee to be the one holding the power. But I mean, we know Sheila's always going to be the dominant one in the group. Yeah. Those two got real feisty, but that's the problem. She was trying to, because of the fact that she knows the truth, which is that Finn is alive. Mm-hmm. She's nursing him back to health. I think she didn't go in so hard because she had to contain herself so much. So she still slipped up. Yeah, she did. She sure did twice. Twice. And so mm-hmm. she's looking, I mean, she was looking at her like, what do you mean? is don't you mean worth yeah Yeah. you know and that was so funny that clip with uh you get (laughs) she would say you're getting on my nerves she was like i don't care i don't care (laughs) oh my god i mean and then bringing mike back i mean ugh, mike oh well i mean i figured as much Mm -hmm. that unless Kimberlyn Brown was going to be done. Yeah. That some kind of way she she wasn't going to stay in jail. And they've been talking about this for the last couple of weeks that she's supposed to break out. So Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, hopefully so she'll I, break out and she'll go right over the cliff. <laughs> I'm wondering if she gets out and she's going to follow Lee and find out well, what's going on there was a picture of lee over finn's bed and it looked like sheila was standing behind her Ooh. online so it looks like sheila's gonna follow her or track her down or something so then the it looks question like. is listen here's the thing the question is okay just say what you saw was absolutely correct right mm-hmm. i don't know this 
uh, I don't know the actress that plays Lee, but is she short term? Is yeah, I don't it, know because is um Sheila going to like you said stand behind her? Is she going to do something to Lee and then Finn wakes up and thinking that Sheila saved his oh, life? Oh, oh God, I hope not because she is a nurse. Yes, yeah, she is. So would she? try to manipulate the situation mm-hmm. because nobody knows the truth but right me. right so if some kind of way you know um sheila brings back finn to steffi and and finn is like my mom saved my life and uh-huh. now they have to figure that out how she get out of jail because she was in jail at one point. So right, probably she's still up for attempted murder because you don't get to shoot two people. Well, here's the thing: we got self defense too. So, I mean, they might know in the writers because a lot of people didn't like the fact that Steffi accosted Sheila in the first place when she could have got the information and got out of there. Yeah. And Sheila tried to de-escalate the situation. If they give her a good attorney or something, yeah. she could beat it. I guess she could. In soap world. Script, right? In soap world. Right, right. Yeah. Oh. I mean, the real wor- world is <laughs> story. I mean, I'm still cheering for off the cliff. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, I like a little spice in this. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, the whole Logan uh, episode today was absolutely, it was, it was a snooze fest. Yeah. I mean, I got to hand it to Kimberlyn Brown. She, um, she's such a great actress that you love to hate Sheila. I like the fact that she likes to shake people up. And because I feel that people like the Newmans and even the Foresters are extremely hypocritical. Oh, and entitled. And entitled. So when you mm-hmm. got somebody sure. like a Sheila or an Adam Newman, they kind of set. Yes, I like that type. And a Sally who was like, "I'm not afraid of you." I love Sally. Yeah, you know those type of people. You know they're not afraid of Big Bad Victor or no. you know anybody like that. So I kind of like those types of characters. Because yeah, everybody else is so hypocritical. Y'all have done things just as bad. It, truly, yeah, they have. You know? Now, no. I don't know about just as bad as Sheila. Not as but. I was going to say. Sheila's pretty evil. <laughs> <laughs> what Diane did was heinous, but what mm-hmm. Sheila did was evil. Yeah, she's done some crazy things. It would be interesting, very interesting, if they brought back Daisy and Ryder okay. into town. And honestly, the crossover opportunity there between Daniel and Daisy and their kid and Phyllis and, and Sheila and all of these mixes, you know, I mean, there could be, there could be some amazing crossover opportunities there as well. Yeah. I mean, even with Daisy and Ryder coming back, that's Finn's brother and sister. Yep. So if they brought them back into town and now it's more than just Sheila. Yeah. That would be crazy. Well, it would. And I can't remember why Ryder left. I know Daisy got in trouble and that's Mm -hmm. why Daniel has custody, but I can't remember what happened to Ryder. 
Yeah, I don't know. I all I saw that he was always a go along with whatever Daisy wanted to do. He, he was yeah. always a follower. Of he the definitely team. was submissive to his sister and his mother. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, to really bring it, it's one thing if you got one evil person, but yeah, a whole family. In, oh my God! Could you imagine the? You talking about LA will be set ablaze. Right, right. The only thing worse would be the Manson crew coming back. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's a whole nother story. <laughs> um, and then this this guy, what was his name? Tim? The guy, the the uh, oh, Mike? Mike, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, there was a Tim, but oh, he okay. was on Y and R and Phyllis was involved with him as well years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was Mike, but Mike he was yeah. like, it's time to go, Sheila. Yeah. He yeah. turned around like, Mike. That was oh, crazy. that's going to be good. I'm it is. Good. I can't wait. I can't wait. So, all right. Well, we covered everything this week. Um, Let's do our flip the script, and then we're going to end it. All right. So what do you got for Y&R and B&B for this week? Okay, so for Y&R... I was thinking about the whole, you know, um, Jack and Kyle dealing with Diane and, mm -hmm. you know, I got to tell you, I, I really wanted Jack at the table. Uh, I would have, I would have flipped the script where he would have basically said it didn't take you, you know, when he, when he said that about, well, there it is. Now you're talking about Phyllis and he was getting ready to go. When she tried to talk him out of it and started the whole teary-eyed stuff, I would have preferred for him to just let her have it and to mm -hmm. save her crocodile tears and to just walk out. But gotcha. obviously that didn't happen because, I mean, Jack is not the, you know, it's not the sharpest tack uh, in the drawer when it comes to women in relationships. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I just really wish he would have just let her have it and walked out, but that would have screwed up their storylines. Um gotcha. Now, on Bold and the Beautiful, <clears throat> I look at that and I, I think about this whole Grace situation. And I really wanted Zenday to tell Grace to get out, that she is harassing him, that mm -hmm. yes, he loves her daughter, but it's obvious her daughter does not reciprocate the feelings and all she is doing is causing problems and hurting him further by trying to tell him not to give up. And I really wanted him to just kick Grace to the curb and kick her out and tell her never to come back. And, and even to take that a step further, when Grace actually showed up in Ridge's office, where mm -hmm. was Ridge's defense of his friend and to bring up about Zoe and what Zoe did to Carter and how dare she try to say that Carter hurt Zoe? Right, his best friend, and that happened before all the Quinn stuff happened. So he should have stepped up and taken up for his friend. Gotcha. What about you? All right. So for um, the young and the restless, I kind of um, with this whole situation with <laughs> this whole situation with Amani and Amanda and Elena. Uh huh. I think Elena, as much as she's trying to not look like she's insecure, which she is, she is. She needs to actually set firm boundaries with Amani. Like, look, I'm on to you. I need you to respect my relationship. Don't try to tell me you're not doing anything because it's absolutely 
evident in your behavior that you're trying to come for my man. So yeah. I'm going to need you to take a step back. Yep. And I would have had a discussion right in front of her sister too. Yeah, that would be good. That would be a good scene. You know, and now that might make Imani dig her heels in even deeper. Like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, you knew it would. Oh, yeah, you're going to try to tell me? Yeah, mm -hmm. sure, watch me. You know, I'll whatever. show you. Right. Yeah, I kind of, instead of Amanda consistently treating her like a child and she's her mom, it needs to come from Elena. Uh-huh, I agree. Um, and then with the bold and the beautiful, I just want that whole relationship to come to an end mm -hmm. with with um that whole storyline is just jacked up i kind of talked about it a little bit earlier give carter someone else mm -hmm. give paris someone else yep. or put her back with zenday and let queen and eric just stay together and just find another storyline to play around with instead of this one so absolutely i agree i'm right there with you on both of those yep but that's all i got girl so what a great week oh what a crazy week oh my goodness it was good though i will say it was all right you guys this is the end of our show this week for the week of june 6th through june 10th for the young and restless and the bold and the beautiful stay tuned on the youtube side for spoilers coming out this weekend um i probably will have them out sometime later tomorrow and then also stay tuned for any other videos throughout the week that I tend to do recaps, especially on, you know, standout storylines that happen on those episodes throughout the, you know, every other day or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And then on the podcast side, thank you guys so much for continuing to support us over the last three years. We really appreciate it. You guys keep coming back, listen to us, and I'm glad that you are enjoying the content. Thank you as well, Trish, for coming in and sticking it out with me every week. I appreciate you, girly. Well, thank you for the invitation, Letitia. I sure do have a lot of fun. Uh, I'm glad you do. So, all right, you guys. So until the uh, next one, we will talk to you guys soon. Have a great week. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. <laughs>